The all-new Toyota RAV4 asks, what if? What if your ride was refined and rugged at the same time? Introducing the all-new RAV4 Hybrid. 208 combined horsepower and standard all-wheel drive make it the most powerful RAV4. Plus, with its head-turning style and breakaway speed, it's bound to change the way you think of a hybrid. The all-new RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota. Let's go places. Horsepower. Ratings achieved using the required premium and gasoline with an octane rating of 91 or higher. Premium fuel is not used. Performance will decrease. My next guest has over two decades of experience in the health and beauty industry. Sarita has been afforded the opportunity to, to be connected to connect and be the coach of many well-known and high-profile leaders, visionaries, and trailblazers. She became an ex- became an entrepreneur at the age of 19 and understands what it takes to build a clientele and profitable business. She's been able to master monet- monet- monetizing yes, sir. your skill set and now is dedicated to help others monetize their way to millions like she has. Please welcome her. She has a follower. People are following in here, so there's millions following. You know, you know, broke people just don't have people following. I've learned <laughs> about it. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Sarita Pittman. Thank you so much for having me. Savannah, Georgia. Yes, sir. That's why I see, you know, you're in my studio, Savannah, Georgia, and I just happened to run it. I didn't, I didn't run into you because I have an office over at Battery Park, mm-hmm. and you was over there doing an interview in that building, and I didn't know you was in there doing the building. I just know my man Michael over here has a radio station over there. So welcome to Money Making Conversation. Thank you. I'm honored and humbled to be here. I like the word humble, honored and humble. That means I'm doing something in life that make you want to say those things. I'm honored to have you on this show because you give information to my guess absolutely and motivate them because what i've discovered is that a lot of people always want me to mentor them you know and I, this show is really a show about mentorship because i can't uh i can't guide people i can't sit down and there are a lot of people basically just need to hear the story over and over again before they get it and realize that's their story absolutely what is your story miss Pittman? my story is one like a lot of people starting I started doing hair at home. Mm-hmm. So that's my story. Mm-hmm. Again, I started doing Discussing hair. Discussing hair with a bald-headed man. That's always <laughs> but good. But you got a beard. There you go. And it that's, looks good. There you go. That's, that's good. <laughs> but I started doing hair in my parents' bathroom in middle school. And mm-hmm. then I went from doing hair to going to cosmetology school, mm-hmm. nail technology school, aesthetics, massage therapy, kinesiology, holistic mm-hmm. healthcare practitioner, and trichology school. Mm-hmm. So I've been in the health and beauty industry for a long time, and then I helped incorporate coaching into my business model, mm-hmm. which leads me to where I am today to show other people how to incorporate coaching into their business model to have another stream of income and have a passive stream of income. So that's my history, starting from the bathroom, now I'm here. Right. So. <laughs> now, let me ask you this. So it's always about the background. My, my background, uh, inner city kid, uh, six sisters, two brothers. My father was a truck driver. My mom had a high school education. Very smart people that didn't have a vision as beyond what they raised kids and try to give them a better life than what they had. Okay, here you are. I see your father's here, which is fantastic. It means you have a relationship with your with, with your father. Or my relationship with my daughter that I just love. She's mm-hmm. a she's a sophomore at college in college. So when you started doing this hair in the bathroom, you know, you know, you tying up the bathroom. <laughs> did you have any sisters and brothers? I did. I'm the baby of four, so baby I have one sister, sister and two so brothers. So you tying up the bathroom with this hair thing? Absolutely. Not sharing any profits, okay? <laughs> so tell me about that little moment there. When they got an understanding that, okay, leave your sister alone. She's trying to be something. She's trying to be something. <laughs> well, I started in the bathroom, and then my mom took me to the kitchen. I graduated <laughs> to the kitchen. I, you know, back in the day, you used to have those ponytails you used to put in the microwave. <laughs> you know, so mm-hmm. I learned how to perfect that right before I get burned. Mm-hmm. So that was my go-to mm-hmm. hairstyle. Mm-hmm. 
But then my mom was like, okay, you need to get out of my kitchen, too. Right, right, right. So right. then I started going to the people's homes, and then mm-hmm. my dad didn't like that side of it. It's right. like, okay, now you need to get in the salon because right, you don't know right. whose house you're going you go. to. So I did. Um, and my parents was just like, if you're going to do it, take it to the next level. Right. First of all, my dad was like, you doing hair? Like, mm-hmm. what? Like, mm-hmm. he wanted me to really pursue going to college first. Right. But he supported it. My right. mom was like, if you're going to do it, you're not going to do one kind of hair. Right. You're going to learn how to do everyone's hair. You're going to be diverse and just mm-hmm. don't be the stereotypical hairstylist. Right. Right. So they they pushed me. And, and thankfully, I got to see my mom. She's an entrepreneur. She right. had a daycare. Mm-hmm. My dad worked on the railroad. And in Savannah, that was like one of the jobs. I know. For the I black man to have, I, I that was like the job. So I that, see him though. He dressed. He dressed. He clean. Like all right. He clean. He ain't Rashawn clean. But he clean. <laughs> so you know that's what I saw, and, and mediocrity was not celebrated in our house. So mm-hmm. you know we didn't get celebration for doing what was expected of us. Now it's interesting because I, I I look at what you what you accomplished, and like my parents, you know, my mom was just you know, do the braids and mm-hmm. then the, the hot hot iron and then the, the, the I, I had all that done to my hair when it, when I when it was flowing, you know, had the hot iron press. Is that the what hair. happened? Oh it, everything happened. This hair. <laughs> I got the sides burnt out, you know, with that when she put that little that that that, that uh perm on my hair. <laughs> Don't stay on it, stay on too you know, you, you let it stay on there too long until you start absolutely, screaming. Absolutely. Mama, it's too hot. Boy, boy, boy. <laughs> Calm down. It's going to be all good. Mama, my head burning up. Hey, baby, you got to go through the burn. got to go through the burn to get it right. <laughs> so I know that, 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 that in the African-American community, home hairstyling was something that a lot of people did. And then you as a young person turned it into a business. What clicked in your mind that made you, I could make this a business besides just doing people's favors? I, there wasn't an option. Like, in my house, it was because of my upbringing. It mm-hmm. was like, you're not just going to do it to do it. What's your next move? What's, you going to have a career? Because you couldn't stay there. Right. You know? So, you know, and, and I didn't see my mom fail or my dad fail. I had my grandmother who was an entrepreneur, so mm-hmm. I was pretty much a third-generation entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. So that's all I knew. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, you're 19, you're starting your business. Now, all people, did you have a business plan? Did you? I, I'm asking you a lot of Crazy question at 19, but mm-hmm. you did have your mom. She had the daycare. Your dad, he, he had a stable job environment, so he knew what, right and wrong. You know, what he knew for a fact, you were going go, to stop going to these strange houses <laughs> that he life. can't see through the walls. He's going <laughs> to stop all that. So so tell me those early stages of start establishing your business, getting in the salon, because I want people to hear these steps that, lead, that, that led you to this conversation that we're having right now. Well, I didn't have the business plan per se, like the executive summary and Absolutely. the budget and all mm-hmm. of that. But I knew that I wanted to not in my in my city, the average income of twenty four thousand dollars. I knew that was not going to be my testimony. Wow. I didn't want that. And even I'm talking about today is still in the 20s. So I wanted to be something different. So I knew I had to do something different, mm-hmm. which put me in the oper- uh, gave me the opportunity to put myself in environments that were more structured in the right. corporate salon. Right. So I could see how they did it. OK, cool. So once I learned how they did it, I took what I learned mm-hmm. and then I applied it to myself and mm-hmm. said, you know what, if they can do it and succeed, I may be smaller. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I don't have all those assets, but I can do that same principles and systems that they have. And that's what I did. And that's what worked for me. Okay, cool. With that being said, I have a young brother who's in D.C. market. He's like four barber and beauty salons. Mm-hmm. You know, he has the African braiding salon. He has a barber shop. I think he has a uh, a mix of beauty and barber. Mm-hmm. You know, and he he and, and I'm so proud of him. You know, because of the fact that you know he I believe he makes his revenue through booths. Now, do were you a salon owner or are you just a, a person who just started your salon and you just like you said you used the word small? How did how did your operation 
start up and how did you consistently generate income? Well, I was a one booth salon. I had one sink, two dryers, and a sofa. Mm -hmm. But I had a work ethic, so I would work. I didn't mm -hmm. have any children. I wasn't married, so I worked from the sun up to sundown. Mm -hmm. I would start making relationships and cultivating relationships with the concierge at the hotels mm -hmm. and then getting on their preferred vendor list for their weddings mm -hmm. and the bridal hair. And then I started vending at different places, and mm -hmm. I just knew that I who my target market was, mm -hmm. I knew it wasn't the people that couldn't afford what I wanted to ask. Mm -hmm. So I started dressing apart. Example, look at you. Mm -hmm. You know, I started putting myself, even though I couldn't afford to go to certain places, mm -hmm. they didn't know that. Right. I just showed up and looked like I should be there. And then I began to attract that kind of client. So my ticket was higher than the average person that will go in and get their services. And then mm -hmm. I just expanded. I went from one station to four stations. Mm -hmm. uh, and that, uh, one thing that is hard for people in the beauty industry, it doesn't right. matter how many booths you have. I'm sure you could talk to your uh, brother and he'll tell you that booths are empty and full all the time. Right. You right. know, because people are in that industry. A lot of us are flaky. Right. Just mm -hmm. and you. And I tell people, build a business based on your skill set, because somebody could walk out tomorrow, but you still have your mortgage or your rent or whatever that you have to pay. And that's what I did. I built it off of my skill set. OK, cool. Now, are you a natural hair person or are you a, a perm? What, what, what is your what, what is your you say you do all hair? Well, I'm retired from the beauty industry okay, cool. now, but well, I was just saying. But what do you push? Do health, you... healthy hair, healthy hair, healthy hair. And what does that mean when you say healthy hair? Healthy hair, making sure that you maintain the longevity of your hair, not something that you just put on top of your hair and do mm -hmm. not take care of your hair, your scalp, your skin. And that's why I went to school for trichology because a lot of us were losing our hair. So cool. I went and, and did that. When we come back, we're going to get motivated by health and beauty by Miss Sarita Pittman. I'm enjoying this conversation. You know this is not the last time you're on my show, right? Absolutely. Good. I'm going to point it to my man in the corner. We'll be right back. <laughs> this is Rashad McDonald. I'm back with Money Making Conversation. Sitting next to me is Sarita Pittman. She's out of Savannah, Georgia. Uh, health and beauty, coaching. Absolutely. Uh, the great thing about uh, when you're talking to somebody who's face-to-face -face versus over the phone, you get to see the visual, you know. Because a lot of people, you, you can be a great conversationalist on the phone. But I love looking at people because you get the truth. Because I really ask them questions, them, them stumper <laughs> questions. I ain't never going to ask me that. She's not one gave me that face. I ain't never going to ask me that. that. That's the face that tells everything about. So 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 we talked about you starting in 19. Now you're in the coaching business. Absolutely. Explain exactly what, explain to me exactly and my listener exactly what this is I'm all about. Co coaches help people obtain their goals. Mm -hmm. So if you come to me and you you have a business and you say, hey, coach, I want to do X, Y, Z in my business. I will never tell you what to do. Mm -hmm. I won't tell you what your success should look like. Mm -hmm. I will help you find one, two, three actionable steps to help you get across your finish line, obtain your goals, and make sure that your goals are scalable, they're realistic, and really make sure that you can maintain that success once you accomplish it. Okay. You you got the game plan down. You know, you got all the, the right words, you know. I Sometimes I stumble to how to get the right But You've been saying this stuff a long time. I have. So so what is the biggest mistake that people make in trying to be an entrepreneur? What's the biggest mistake coming from the coach? I'm going to call you the coach. I love coach it. Pittman. That's That's what everybody calls me. I love it. I love it. I'm about to get on the field. But uh, <laughs> seriously, one thing that people do in entrepreneurship is try to take their, someone else's game plan and win with it. There you go. That is what is wrong because you don't know their story. You don't know how they got started. And I tell people, don't copy and paste someone else's success because you don't know what it took for them to get it. And you definitely don't know what it takes for them to maintain it. So create your own recipe for success. That is what I tell people. And be who you are. If you're building a personal brand, don't lie. Don't be inauthentic. 
and try to be something else. I can't be you. I could try all day long, but I mm-hmm. will fail. And that's mm-hmm. what people mess up with. And I, I, I totally agree with that. A lot of people want to, I want to be the next this. No, no, you're not going to. You know, it always annoys me when people go, I want to be next Oprah, next Steve Harvey, Kevin Hart. Huh? 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 Do you know the story? Do you know their story? Their story has nothing to do with you. Nothing. They probably, they didn't even, Steve was born in Welsh, West Virginia. Then he mm-hmm. went to Cleveland, then he went to Dallas, then he went to L.A. Then he came back to Chicago, went to New York. That's a, Atlanta. Then he went back to Chicago. Then he went back to L.A. That's the journey. Okay, um, you want to be Steve Harvey? Okay. Did, did, can you, are you ready to do all that? Or have you done all that to be him? Absolutely. And so so you you, you have a philosophy. Win big. Wait, wait, win big by being small? Win big by playing small. By playing small. What does that mean? Make small incremental changes into your business. Okay. A lot of times we just say, oh, this is what I want to do. This didn't work. I'm going to change everything. I teach a principle of doing a 90-day audit. Audit your processes. Audit. Plug in your holes. Fix what you can. And do not go broke trying to get rich. Win small by playing Mm -hmm. big. Pick out a small target audience that you want to connect with. Figure out what they like. Figure out what they need and give them that in a way that you can manage and sustain. Because we jump out there so good with all these ideas. And six months down the line, we can't keep it up. Right. How do you, with that being said, because I agree. I always tell people that, um, you know, when you look at life, you know you go you go to college. If you if you if your goal is based on college, you can get frustrated because it's four years. Especially if you're going to any professional, it could be eight years. So short term goals, semester, or that test, absolutely, uh, uh, exercise, mm-hmm. set some goals that you can reach and maintain. Absolutely, initially, you know, relationships, and that's important. Uh, dropping baggage, and baggage can be a relationship. Baggage could be a job. You you have no. No rhyme or reason that makes you happy mm-hmm. while you keep going to it. How do you launch a business then? With that being said, with with all this information you're giving out as coach, Coach Pittman. Mm-hmm. Okay, Rashawn McDonald, I, I have uh, uh, all these great ideas. People tell me, boy, you're going to make money one day. And, I, and I'm just going to throw out a, a, a business. Let's say I want to launch a, and it's not trying to hold you accountable, mm-hmm. but I want to launch me a, because uh, people say I can bake. Mm-hmm. I'm an award-winning baker. People always ask me, Rashawn. I know you're going to open a restaurant. I know. But well, how can I buy those cakes that you make? Those cheesecake, they killer. I want to I want to I want to open a, a cheesecake business. How how would I launch that? What, what 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 would be the mistakes I would make? Because right now I'm being driven by my friends. Absolutely. Absolutely that external and people voice. I know mm-hmm. telling me I should do this. Mm-hmm. Nobody's nobody for bank hadn't told me about a loan. I don't know about a manufacturer how I'm going to mass produce these things. What how would I launch that? I would say what I teach is ranking it. What can you do right now with what you have? So you have all these great ideas. Rank them. Rank them for number three. Number three is something that I could do right now with what I have. So if I'm a great baker, besides my friends, who else knows that I'm a great baker? So you can build, start building relationships. Go Mm -hmm. to car dealerships. Mm -hmm. Go to restaurants. Give them your stuff for free. Mm -hmm. People don't like doing that, Mm -hmm. but go ahead and the people that like it, get some testimonials. That way you can build up some testimonials. Mm -hmm. Create your Facebook page. Put your pictures of your cakes. Mm -hmm. Make them look pretty. And then as you start doing that, hand your cards out. And start small because you jump out there, figure your cost. Okay, this is how much it's going to cost. Can you get funding? After you get funding, what's your what's your interest rate? How much you got to pay? All of those things matter. But first, initially, let people taste your product. Let people offer it. And people don't want to do that free part. We just want to jump out there and have everybody like us. But no, start small by letting people know who you are. Gather those testimonials and build because people will say, oh, 97 people love this cheesecake. Maybe I should draw a slice. There you go. There you go. Now, how do we get in touch with you? You can go to getcoachedup.com. Anyone that get is, coached up. That's right. Don't say that too fast. Now, get coached up. 
Coachedup.com. That's a coach with an E-D? Yes, sir. Getcoachedup.com. Yes, anyone within the sound of my voice that wants to get certified and really next level their career by incorporating coaching into their program. We have our eight-week coaching certification program that is not even really expensive. Plus, it's a tax write-off. It's eight ninety nine. Mm-hmm. You come through, you're going to learn how to be a coach. You're going to learn how to set your business up, have back office processes, learn how to use technology, cultivate relationships, and really brand yourself in the best way so you can then go to a branding coach. Secondly, you could go to Sarita Pittman, S-A-R. Mm-hmm. dot com to connect with me and our big event that's coming up in Atlanta in just a few weeks is success without walls.com get a ticket be in the house it's in December it's in January January okay cool okay tell us about that tell us about that and the exact date if you have it off it, the top of your head it's January 18th and 19th it's at the Wyndham Galleria here in Atlanta it's two days packed of business building we're going to have fun we're going to net worth mm-hmm. not just network but it really can give you an opportunity to audit your business. You'd be able to meet with the intellectual property attorneys, the accountants, and make sure that you have a business, not an expensive hobby. Mm-hmm. So many of us don't know how to scale our businesses, but I teach scalability, sustainability, and sellability. Mm-hmm. Someday you may have to sell your business and learn how to create a business that someone else besides you would like it. And not only like it, pay you for it. Now, you know you got to come back on the show. Now. Absolutely. Because, see, right now, people are thinking about Christmas presents and they're trying to get right by the family. Now, January, that's when people thought in that first quarter how to fix their careers, how to, how to lose weight, how to be successful. So we're going to rebook her on the show a week or two before. Absolutely. Okay, give everybody the exact date again. January 18th and 19th. I tell people, don't let Santa Claus get your money. Make sure that you do something so you have some money in February. You know they're going to let Santa Claus and New Year's <laughs> Eve gonna get that money. You, you're talking to the crazy people out there. That's why I want to bring you back, and I'm great to have you on because we land the we land the thought process in Absolutely. place that this is something that Rashawn McDonald believes in. Rashawn McDonald feels this is a need in your life. Gather information, and when you come back, we're going to be pushing the whole event at the at the Wyndham Galleria. Absolutely. Two-day event, January yes, 18th and 19th. Yes, correct? sir. Boy, I got a memory. I'll be listening. I'll be listening to it. <laughs> now, now, I'm sure there's a fee. Yes. And Can they go to the website now to register? Yes, they can go to successwithoutwalls.com now. Go ahead and secure your ticket. You're going to have fun, but you're also going to walk away knowing that you're set up for success without mm-hmm. walls in 2019. Now, th- tell me about peer groups. You know, I call them relationships. Are, they, are we saying the same thing, peer groups and Absolutely. relationships? Absolutely. Talk to me about that. Well, I, I also do a subject teaching, subject matter teacher called The Power of the Peer. Mm-hmm. We don't understand that if we are the smartest person in the room, it is only profitable if you're paying everyone else to be there. Mm-hmm. So many times we do not put ourselves in environments that we can become sharpened and become smarter. So I tell people, if you don't want to win, hang out with people that are at your same level. Put yourself in a, an environment that's going to stretch you, that's going to help you be better. And that's what I teach. I don't ever just want to be the smartest person in the room. Again, unless everybody is coming there to hear me, but I put myself in an environment that forces me to stay humble. It keeps me real. It keeps me relatable. And I know that I'm not the only person that knows everything. Well, I agree with that. You know, I, I know that um, I have to, I've only gotten better by surrounding myself with more and more people who are critical of me or question me. You know, they kind of tentative saying it because, you know, Sean McDonald, you know, I had to tell them, tell me if it's not right. I almost have to demand that information from them because of the fact that if you keep thinking that, you know, your Kool-Aid is the best Kool-Aid, then you're going to keep drinking. It might be a little bitter. Absolutely. But free, free, people are afraid to tell you it's bitter. Ooh, that's good. Then throw it in the trash and walk out the back door. That's the worst Kool-Aid I ever tasted in my life. 
That's what people fail in so many ways. Now you've been you you're you're the coach. Give out how we can contact you one more time. Give out the event, and so we can reschedule you to come back in January. I already know you're my buddy now, Miss Pittman. Okay, Coach well, I'm Pittman. good. I'm Coach good. Pittman. <laughs> Coach Pittman coming back in January. Coach Pittman, hush, hush, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, but it's get coached. C O A C H E D, getcoachedup.com, mm-hmm. saritapittman.com, and the event is successwithoutwalls.com, January 18th and 19th in the beautiful city of Atlanta. Well, Savannah, Georgia, I know you got to bring uh, is Is Croker's in Jim? Is Croker's? Kroger's. Kro- Kroger's. That's a restaurant. I, I, uh, I know. I know it's in Richmond. So I was trying to give me some cornbread and bring it down here, but <laughs> here, here, there. I just got to struggle on my own. But again, thank you for being on my show. Thank you. Thank for you for being me. a part of making money, making conversation, a brand that people can believe in. You need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start off at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet, with no dangling wires or stems. And of course, they don't just look great, they sound great too. And they're perfect for listening to all your favorite iHeartRadio podcasts on the go. So, go to buyraycon.com iHeart to get 20% off your order. That's buyraycon.com iHeart for 20% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buyraycon.com/iheart.